I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, we're back. Tony Freddy in Pershing has returned after our Easter holidays. We hope you didn't miss us too much. I am Clara Kavna and this is Sophie Lyons. Hello, yeah. We should, I actually should have started with guess who's back, 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 back again. Back again. The girl is there. Tell a friend. We hope you enjoyed our last few episodes of from the 30 and Pershing archive. I hope they kept you company while we were on our holidays. We had a very busy time off from like weddings, hens. I was in Egypt. You were across the world. What happened? We're total Monday. That was the that's bigger um, than weddings and hens. Ah yeah, I went to a wedding as well. It was really fun. We both went to weddings on Easter Sunday. Weird. What? Did I know this yeah, about I went you? To wedding. Yeah, I went. Oh, it was in England, but oh, your one was in Ireland. I was like Irish weddings. That's not like the thing. Beautiful. Oh, stunning. I had people being like, "Oh my god, can't wait to listen to this episode from something that was like a year old, uh, thinking it was a new one." Oh. And I was like, see? "Oh yeah, yeah, enjoy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's oh great. Oh my god, it sounds amazing. And I was like, "Yeah, like enjoy." <laughs> I just left it there. <laughs> oh, and 30 Flirty and Parishing is what the girlies are talking about. We're brunch table chats. And today we've got a very, very special episode. We have postponed our release by a day or two because we wanted to cover all things Met Gala, Extravaganza, Eleganza. The theme this year was Karl Lagerfeld. And we've spent, well, I have spent most of my day on Daily Mail perusing all the oh, outfits. rising. Yeah. So yeah, we're very excited to have our finger on the pulse and we're going to be giving you all of our thoughts, opinions, secrets, secrets about this year's Met on the first Monday in May, which happened to be the first of May. Oh, it did. Yeah, it was literally the first day of May as well. I'm going to watch the Netflix documentary, I think, this week. Um, It's so bitchy. Yeah, it's very fashion. Yeah. But before we get to that, we're going to kick things off what we're jadoring or jetesting from our Easter break. Sophie, do you want to kick things off? Oh, mine's so current. I went to Go Camden on. just at the week on whatever day it was, the weekend, mm-hmm. because I wanted to see. I'm going to Glastonbury and I wanted to see if there was any like yeah. uh, clobber like trinkets, you know, to wear and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that'd be like a fun thing to do. Did you, I like I used to be the fake queen of like designer like bag bits like ten okay, years ago yeah. like I used to just love a fake or like even when we went to like Thailand and stuff I just like I just love it like looking at all of them. Have you been there mm-hmm. like recently to see what they have? I went there once on a really bad date and or like about a year or two ago. Uh, sorry, no longer. A few weeks but, um, ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I mean, it was like um, that's so right. <laughs> I mean, um, no, no. But, but. Sorry, no. I went like the first summer I was in London, and the, the best part of the date was we went to this ravers like shop. I know what you're and talking about. It was like a nightclub, and everything is it, it's like a beefa basically, and you can buy all like the ravers gear. Is this the one with the big tall um, titanium statues outside it in the market? Yes, yeah, yes. What's that called? It's not maximum. I I walked by it and I was like, I think that's a sex shop. It does look like that. And they have like girls dancing everywhere. I must go in actually. I forgot they had like outfits. I was just kind of being like, oh, I remember that being kind of a sex shop. Oh, I think it's called. Oh, I found it Cyberdog. That's it. Not Titanium. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's Titanium. It's close. Cyberdog. (laughs) But I haven't been there in ages. But the fake stuff they have there is arousing. Really? Yeah, I actually am like, should I be saying this on here? Oh, yeah. And like, I think they have basements with it as well. I didn't frequent the basements because I was like, no, I'm not. Oh, I wouldn't have th- Some really nice bits. Oh, I wouldn't have thought Camden was like. Neither would I. I would like. Known for oh, that. However, whoa, it was packed and full of mm. eccentric yeah. people. Uh, there's like people on stilts Emos There's people on stilts There's like the food is so expensive It's insane But I hadn't been up there It was nice But the fakes That was my jador I love looking at stuff like that Did you, did you get anything? No but I'm still thinking about it It kind of feeds into mm. our theme this week Fashion It does <laughs> Fashion baby Tell me what your jador or test was My jador was Oh it has to have been Egypt Oh, oh I God, can't wait time. to it's hear amazing Kavanaugh's take Cairo. It was so the good. Crash, I mean, the Kavanaugh's are in Cairo. <laughs> so we went for my mum's uh, 21st. Classic. We, it was just, I think my Jador is like just family time. I think we, we hadn't had a family holiday in since 2016, maybe 2017. Just the five of us. And it was just so nice to get all that time together. And it was amazing. Like it was so good. And we did like, so we were part of a travel group. And I think you have to do that, so don't you? Like, very clever, You have yeah. to. Oh. Because then they know all the, the, you know, they get you in. They have all your tickets ready. They organise all the buses and everything. I can't say that that style of travel really suits my family. But I think it was the only way to, to see it. Like, we had more 3am and 5am starts than Oh, that wouldn't suit Lions. the Lions family. No. But it did mean, it was amazing because... We beat the sun and we beat like the heat and we beat the crowds. You have to do so, it like, that those time, way. You have to. So my phone broke when I was away and it's still kind of broken. I think once a year I just have a massive phone issue and it's that time of year. So my phone broke. I just woke up one day and it was completely broken. But I came back to navigating my way home without a phone from the airport. And then I just was like, oh, I'm just going to lie down here for one second. And I was supposed to meet like... Mick and his whole family for dinner because his brother was home from Australia ha- he hasn't been home in five years and like I hadn't met him yet or whatever and I lay down and was just like I'm just gonna do a little freestyle nap here <laughs> and I woke up at 8pm I missed everything what time did you fall asleep at? <laughs> one that's so disorientating I was like I just basically just went to sleep for, and then I got up for two hours he brought me home a doggy bag and I tried to put it in the air fryer. And he was like, oh my God, you need to go back to bed. And I went to sleep, was up for like two hours and then went to bed again and had like a full night's sleep. Was the sleep so, on, the 1 to 8 p.m. sleep amazing? Yeah, I think there's something real dangerous about a freestyle nap. But a freestyle, like, oh, oh, oh. 
jet lag nap <laughs> is like there's no sleep like it but anyway it, no it was such a fab trip like we started in Cairo we saw the pyramids we like rode on camels the, the um, photos were quality Oh, there are good. Yeah. Now, once I fix my phone, I'll put some up on Instagram. I but, um, love the one of all of you jumping. Oh, yeah. We did all those cheesy ones. It was really good. Um, amazing. And come here, did you see um, Tutankhamen? Yeah. So we went, flew down to this place, Aswan, and then got, we did this like riverboat thing for three days and that kind of builds you up. It's actually really well planned out to because it builds you up to the Valley of the Kings. So like you're going down the Nile, you're kind of slowly building up to it. I'm like, I didn't really know what they looked like, but then when I saw... It's basically just this kind of like sandy mountain range. But then I was like, oh, that actually looks really familiar. We got into Luxor then, and that's where the Valley of the Kings is, where King Tutankhamun is. So we saw his mask in Cairo, you know, the famous gold one. But then his like mummy is still in the tomb. So we get into Luxor and then we did this hot air balloon ride. And because it was so early and you're so disorientated. And like, so they go like bus over the river then another bus and then you get there and they're blowing up all the hot we did the hot air balloon over the oh stunning uh, valley of the kings and they're blowing up all the air balloons and you're just like oh my god where am i and they're like get in get in get in go 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 and then like all of a sudden you're up in the air and then it's all over the valley of the kings it was amazing and then the sunrise came up it was like we whooshed up hannah my sister like burst out crying she was like oh, i'm just so happy and it was like it was just a real moment it was really good so then we arrive at Tutankhamun's like tomb at 6am or something crazy and we basically had it to ourselves and like you walk down it's like really steep and you walk down and then he's just there like his body and like it's demummified in this like glass casing what do you mean it's demummified like they they took all the like wraps or like he's out of he's sorry he's out of all the like dressings that they had so So what is he skeleton you see his body, but it still has skin. It's like all black, which was very strange. And then what? Yeah, and like I didn't really know what they looked like, mummies at all. And I just felt really. Oh like, my god! I have to Google this. Mm, yeah, it's crazy. And they like let you take photos and everything. It's crazy. So his tomb is actually quite small, because I think they kind of he's such a famous one, and they really like build it up. But it's like it's spectacular. It's amazing. I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, like, and we saw other mummies in the Museum of Cairo and, like, they still had hair, like, and facial hair, like, beards and, like, you know, it's, like, it's crazy how much they preserved things. And, like, they were Sorry. so smart. By the way, they preserved stuff. So smart. Like, yeah. they basically sucked their brain out of their nose. They took out their heart and their lungs and all their blood and, like, put them in these jars, like, all their main organs were in all these jars and then they mummified the body then put it in a coffin and then usually another coffin and then the the sarcophagus then they would put in all their like you know into the tomb like all the trinkets and all the uh, like the th- their throne and everything like to help them in the afterlife then they would light all these candle candles and then they would close the door of the tomb so the can they knew that the air had like bacteria and things that would rot them so they'd burn the air and then, so there'd be no air inside the tomb, so the, the bodies were even more preserved because there was no oxygen. So then, because you know the way with, like, Tutankhamun, obviously, I'm a huge conspiracy theorist, or, like, love hearing all about, like, curses and everything, and, like, Tutankhamun has loads. So when they first discovered his tomb, loads of people died, and they said it was, like, oh, the curse of Tutankhamun, and, like, they shouldn't have got in there, and blah, blah, blah. But apparently, Howard Carter discovered it, and they opened it, 
that tomb obviously hadn't had oxygen for like 3,000 years. Like the gold and all the treasures that were inside, that air was really poisonous. So then when it oxidised, it was really poisonous and people died from that rather than an Egyptian curse. You need to do a full episode on mm. this. This is amazing. It's crazy. And then one other, two other facts, right? The science or like how they knew what they knew is crazy. And how I they know. did things. With, they did loads this. of stuff. They did stuff without like the wheel. They did, st- they did stuff without rope. So they used to like, anyway, it's, I, I, I could honestly talk about this first. But if you look up. It's my mom's dream. If you look up the speed of light, okay. And you put in a comma after the first two numbers. That's the coordinates, like the earthly coordinates for the pyramids of Giza. So the biggest, there's three pyramids there and it's the biggest one. And it's the exact, I'll link it in the show notes. It's, it's the exact coordinates for the top of the, that, the main pyramid of Giza. What the fuck? And then from that area where those three pyramids are, it's just outside Cairo. If you take the square meters of that area... And you multiply it by a thousand. That's the distance from the earth to the sun. Oh my God. It's like, how do they know that? They're so crazy. crazy. Anyway, felt very lucky. It was such an amazing experience and so great to share it with the fam. It's a real like magical place. Oh, I want to go with my mom. And now for the meaty event, I'm so excited to be talking about this so freshly in my mind. Like, I don't even feel prepared enough because it's so fresh. (laughs) So we're recording this on Tuesday. It was on in New York Monday evening. So I feel like we're very on the pulse. Mm -hmm. It is the Met Gala. I look forward to this every year. It's just so exciting. (laughs) And then the images and everything live on until the one the next year. And then, like, on Sunday night, like... Vogue and all the different publications were doing throwbacks to the year before or like Mm. 10 of the most controversial looks in the last five years and blah, blah, blah. It's so good. It's accompanied with an exhibition in the Metropolitan Museum and the gala is supposed to be raising funds for the Costume Institute. Now, raising funds they do. Ticket prices are normally $30,000, but I just read Mm. this morning they've gone up to $50,000 per plate. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I heard they raised like 15 or 20 million. Like it, it raises a lot of money, but like I mean, grand. when you think about it, like it's a lot considering it's not a charity. <laughs> yeah, actually. It's a lot. But I but think you're it's paying for the like, press if you think about it right, because the amount of press that you get by being on that red carpet. Especially if you do it right or wrong. Mm, either. I was looking at it all, like, any time I had time today in work, I was looking through it. The theme this year was Karl Lagerfeld. He passed away in 2019, I think it was, I read. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a lot more recent. Um, and it was Karl yeah. Lagerfeld, a line of beauty. So, And there was, I read this thing saying, because he obviously was quite a controversial person with what he would say. Yeah, I have a few of his lines here, but they were saying it's all about the art he created, not kind of what he said. But just, just to throw back to what a few things Carl had said. Mm. <laughs> he was quite troublesome. So he insulted plus-size models in 2009, which, I mean, obviously was quite controversial. 2012, he called Adele a little too fat. Yeah. What? 2017, he said that German, Germany's greatest invention was the Holocaust. And 2018, oh. he criticised the Me Too movement. And I think I just read somewhere there he sent flowers to an accused rapist. 
So. Oh God, yeah. And like, he, and he was really against like same-sex marriage, and was like, "Aren't you gay?" Yeah, I think just for someone who was so like progressive with style and art and so creative, he was very backwards in his thinking. Um, Agree. Agree. And the whole thing was focus on his fashion work, not his words. There's that, you know, that famous quote, and it's like, to me, sweatpants signify you've given up. Your life's gone to hell, and now you're wearing sweatpants. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, some of them were funny, but yeah, most of them. Yeah, he's pretty Yeah, because I think he was kind of like caricatured for so long before he passed away, of like, because he was so, seemed so sassy and remained sassy after his death, giving most of his wealth to his cat, Choupette. Choupette is one of the richest pets in the world. Who's like, where does the money go after Choupette passes away? But, I mean, luckiest cat in the land, no less. Um, (laughs) And Jared Leto dressed up as Choupette. There was a few dressed up as Choupette. They did do, like, on the invitation, like, guidelines. And Choupette was the third one. That was a guideline? Mm Mm-hmm. And, Doja and, Cat did an interview as a cat. I know. Sorry. Do you know Where? that really... Re- that, so, and you're one... But God bless that poor girl. Like, trying to interview her. her and was like, who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> but it was so funny. But it reminded me... Do you know that... Remember that Hugh Grant interview at the Oscars with Ashley Graham? And he was, like, being awful. It's like, who would you rather? Hugh Grant or... Oh, my God. Doja Cat. Cat? Yeah, if but, Hugh Grant was giving me a filthy, I'd be so upset. Yeah, true. You know, you'd be running out of questions and then there's just Your this Your Chamberlain's done so well. She's like a YouTube blogger and she's like talking to all these celebrities. Oh, was that her? Yeah. Oh, I just see it just now from her podcast. I don't know what she looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Oh, fair play. She's like 20. Uh, sorry, Lil Nas X's Choupette was very good. And it was like in like oh, a thong. Yeah, yeah. And, but that He's was actually so an interpretation. Yeah, an interpretation of Choupette. But I thought the, sorry, Jared Leto, he gives me the ick anyway. But I just think it's such a weird thing to come, like while it was a very well, like handcrafted, it was very lifelike <laughs> looking cat. beautifully interpreted kitty. <laughs> but, but it's like, you're 51. Get out of Is he? Cup. He's 51. Like, He's had freezing done or something. He looked just, way too good for 51. Yeah, I posted on my Instagram that there was this one that was like, God bless the, the, the publicist who had to worry about Jared Leto's Choupette tail. <laughs> Somebody was like floofing it to make sure that it was like no one was standing on it. It was like, what is my life? Like this grown man. He is, but he's so one of the attendees that people are dying to see. Mm. I did, His makeup really matched the cat eye as well. I did enjoy his makeup, but... I just, I don't know, I just thought it was a bit cringe. Like the other, Doja Cat's interpretation was way better and like, I don't know. <laughs> I remember I watched, I was watching Saint Hoax, they did a, a stories from the red carpet and oh, yeah. they were at kind of the top of the stairs and when Jared Leto came in at the bottom, someone was like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that red carpet, like obviously it looks big on in photographs and on television apparently it's tiny really yeah because they all do seem to be standing all over each other yeah like the segment it is of the steps is tiny wow and have you seen have you ever seen that footage and it's like there's something so satisfying about watching celebrities queue and it's all the celebrities from last year queuing up and it's literally the biggest stars all in a queue waiting to get their photo taken it's really really refreshing yeah, it's um, good. There's nothing like a queue. It's a great leveler. 
But I, I also think because you can't really bring a date to it in a, in a way, like it's really cutting the fat. Yeah, you're not like, necessarily given a plus one. No, and it's like what six hundred people. But it's all like a very distilled down to like six hundred like fame of the most famous people in the world. I kind of like that though because I think yeah. So what are they all talking about? But and like when they go to the loo, such, such like plonkers that it must be kind of refreshing being like you don't have someone to kind of you need to be a, like, a bit net. outside a bit outside your. Yourself, and do you remember? Right? And do you remember there was a photo a few years ago. And it was like, it was taken in the bathroom and there was loads of them smoking in the bathroom. Oh my God, it all and goes it was like, down in the bog. Yeah, and it's like, you'd love to be like a fly in the wall for those kind of things. But, but I when do you think... think about it, there's no smoking anyway, mm. obviously in the Met and no selfies at the Met Gala. They yeah, it's all, all crowd into this. They all go in, men and women, into this one bathroom, smoke and take selfies. Like, oh, I'd say oh. the gossiping going down in there. Is, I know. Three magnifique. So what what looks did you like? What were your faves? I just had ones to note because I think there's so many photos. It's like exhausting. Yeah, um, Daily Mail I mean, is like never ending. Yeah, and they keep uploading new ones. I think Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are just like the most amazing couple together ever. He's such a supportive girly. He really is. Even at the Super Bowl, all those videos of him really supporting Oh my her. God, he's really cute and I don't know anything about him. Mm. Um, apparently they showed up two hours late. Now... I there's late and then there's you know you know people were leaving to go to the after party when they were arriving because they were two hours late and then all the press is waiting for them it's like oh gosh you'd wonder do they get like do they have to call someone and be like I'm going to be there two hours late all, all the people on the red carpet who are floofing up all the trains and all that all those organisers I'd say no she has like V V V V V I P status like she was on the she was a co-chair before and stuff yeah yeah um, but, um, I loved those two. She was wearing Valentino and she wore this like 3D white coat and she had like sunglasses with eyelashes on them. And then he was wearing like four Gucci belts. A kilt. Sort of reminded me of my school days. Um, <laughs> and a Gucci blazer. I loved those. I thought J-Lo was in Ralph Lauren, I think. She looked yeah. elegant. She always does it nicely. Rita or you could see her bum. I know, yeah. She's like her really actual feeling bum. herself. She, her yeah, publicist is working harder than the time. devil. Yeah. It's like, like you want Alison Hammond's publicist harder than yeah. the devil. She's I love her friend. and her new husband's vibe. I know, yeah. Paris Hilton, evening of the club hoppers. Huge club hoppers on her. Yes, they Massive that club hoppers. So did Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner was in Mark Jacobs. She was apparently oh six God. foot seven in it. In Stop. her club hoppers. Yeah. She looked that photo of the three of I them. I sent her you a Kylie. photo for perspective. Oh. She's Kim like a giraffe. Like, Kim is a dot. Apparently, though, I think Kim is like five one, so she is actually a dot. But even in heels. But looking at them, I was like, <laughs> I was like, God, this dose of perspective is insane. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like, well, I, if I was Kim, I'd be like, we just won't pose tonight, or just put me on a step. I know. And then like Candace bum was out. I thought Kylie looked amazing. Sorry, I must say, and I, I kind of hate to say it, Kylie was kind of my fave. I loved it. And it was it's like, really like her. simple, stunning. It was gorgeous. It was and really like, nice. And because I think cause the palette of everyone was like, it was a bit samey. Like it was kind of hard to stand out because I felt like everyone went for like black, black cream, white, pearls, totally. dripping in. Netting. Like, and like satins. And, you know, whereas like when people who wore red, I think really stood out. Like Kylie did, 
I don't really understand the Carl connection with that. But also your man, um, Pedro Pascal from... And his little shorts. Oh, he was loving Who is it. he? What's he He's in? He's from The Last of Us. He, he He's was in everywhere sh- anyway. He, Everyone loves him. Yeah. I really liked Nicole Kidman. She wo- re-wore her, that dress she wore for the Chanel number no. 5 ad she did in 2004. Point of information. Was that a pink dress? Yeah. So... My friend Jordan, shout out to Jordan, actually just sent me something when, when we had started, right? Yeah. And they're saying that the people who wore pink are actually sort of re- rebelling against the theme because he famously hated pink. And he said... Oh. Uh, he said, hang on. Oh, he said, think pink, but don't wear it. Ooh. And 12 people wore it. Viola Davis. Ashley Graham wore it. She wore Scapiarelli. Yeah. She looks amazing. Sydney Sweeney, she wore it. But I feel like blush and pink is so Chanel-y. Yeah. But, but that's a good way to subtly kick back at the theme. Yeah, I suppose if you're going to kick... Well, yeah. Oh, Naomi Campbell. That uh, woman uh, is ageless. I know. She's like Isn't she? time. I did think the Carlographer theme was good because it's all chanel But I also think... Like, Vivian West would have just died. Could we not have done, like, a tribute to her? And then that would have been a bit more fun. Because, like, the Chanel stuff was all very traditional. But, sorry, Anne Hathaway, dare I say. Did you see her? <gasps> she looked really good. Fabulous. And she did that, like, a Versace moment with the safety pins. Uh-huh. With the Liz Hurley. Ah, oh, I thought she looked really good. And her hair. Your hair. She doesn't age. Um, She's living no. in some sort of egg. She is. She looks amazing. I think though, because he passed away in 2019, they would have done something around 2020, 2021. But because of COVID and stuff, I think that's what's happening. Just off the top of my head. Fair, 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 fair. Who else? Sorry, Kim. I could just cut. When I first saw her, I was like, oh my God, her Playboy. She looks like she did when she was in Playboy. I loved it. It looked good, but I, I think she's kind of set this, with the last few years, she has set the standard so high that I think maybe she was just like, oh, I can't. Like, how do you top it? You kind of need a break year or something. Do you remember, though, she was like, there was stuff like six months ago being like, oh, none of the Kardashians are invited yeah, this year. Yeah, what was that? Courtney and Chloe weren't there and Chris wasn't there. I wonder, though, Chris seems to be very kind of like, I'm just going to chill now. Yeah, but like they, they've really scaled it back though. I don't know. It's gone back to it because it used to be Kim, Kendall and Kylie all the time. And then the others got added in later. They, they So it seems like they've streamed it back. So maybe there was an element to the truth. I wonder was there because I saw a thing earlier and it's like 500 attendees is considered small and cozy. And 800 was the largest number of attendees ever on record. Wow. Uh, now I just... that you've digested Kim though, what do you think? Do you want to know my Clara theory? It really looked like she was wearing skims. And is that like her? She is a bit of a marketing genius. Is this her way of like promoting skims? Or like, well, it she'll like do she a video now that will come up this week or next week on either with Vogue or her own mm. Kim channel. And it will be getting ready for the match. She does it like every year. Most yeah. of them do it every year. I see what you mean. Did you see the way the bra was kind of built in? Mm, I just it kind of came from the back I'm dying to know how it works he can't really see it yeah I just think and she broke it at one point she's like apparently when she was walking out one of the string of pearls uh, fell on the road 50,000 pearls Uh, yeah and all the people on the road were giving it back to her apparently cute and apparently Northwest was grabbing them putting them in her own purse 
<laughs> Fair play to her. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So jealous of Northwest. Very jealous. The, sorry, the new season of Kardashians looks so good. Woo! They Woo! are back. When's that? It's the twenty fifth. Twenty fifth of May. Yeah. I love. Oh, we haven't talked about the Courtney wedding special, but I love that they're talking about the D and G thing. Oh So I was my like, gosh. there must be a conflict of interest there. Yeah. I kind of just sort of came off the it. back of it, so I can't wait to hear more because, like. I think because the last season was so boring that they're like, oh shit, we need to get give Hulu the numbers so we have to actually go in and give more details of what actually I went love on. The new ver- I love the new format. There was apparently rumblings of uh, Kim and Courtney not getting on has been happening since Christmas. And there's been loads, loads of like, blind items on, like Juma about it. And <laughs> in that Courtney wedding special... There's a moment, because it's all filmed on... They didn't want the camera crew there, so it's all yeah. filmed on, like, ca- like people's phones. Yeah. And there's a bit... I don't know if you noticed it, but when Kim arrives and Courtney's, like, welcoming them to, like, give them the tour around Positano. Yeah, yeah. Or give them a tour around Portofino. Courtney really blanks Kim. And, like, doesn't hug her. She hugs everybody else, but she doesn't hug Kim. Oh, I must go back and watch it. Yeah. I have 100%. so much to watch. And so I, I oh. think... I just can't wait to know more because it's it's just that's very juicy. Very. Oh my god, I'm juicy. loving this. And because like, also weren't they the ones that beat each other up a few seasons ago in in when it, Kardashians was on? Oh e. my god, yeah, that was amazing. So and I think it's kind of funny though because like Kim was on Time One Hundred like most influential people and they were like, "What are you going to be when you grow up?" And she was like, "I'm just going to have a law firm. I'm not going to be famous anymore." And like, I'll you know I'll just be low key. But then it's like, okay, but you're kind of back to no being way. like your show's gone back to being like a real reality show of you know going through the the take of it with your sisters and your family and you know they've gone back to kind of tabloid tabloidy type uh tv which i'm obviously waiting with knife and fork but oh my god i'm so juicy. Yeah. i thought the wedding special was amazing was she and i'm so glad because courtney hasn't had a, a wedding special i think yeah i did really enjoy it I found I like the way it was kind of like a fly on the wall because you kind of because they don't have like say two cameras uh, on them so you know so you are getting like I was always looking in like the background bits they're, like part of like I find Travis and Courtney like quite hard to they're, they're so their love is so dense that it's like oh my god you need like I need a bit of dilution there like it's it's so feverish but I'm so happy for them 
I know it's like really intense and I was like, Christ, get off each other. But then I was looking at it and I was like, God, they're just really in love, aren't they? Yeah. And what's like, cute, sorry, I didn't notice her veil was his tattoo. Yeah. That was amazing. But also the, the veil um, was amazing. I did cry. And the bit that made me cry was when she said, oh, I never wanted to get married because I always wanted my dad to walk me down the aisle. So then Chris gave Courtney the ring, the enga- her engagement ring from their dad. And I just thought that was so nice. So then she walked down the aisle like with part of her dad. Oh. Too much. It was gorgeous. And then Andrea Bocelli comes out. I know. When he started singing, Why <laughs> Only I I was watching it with my mom and I was like, oh, oh my, my god. god! And they're just yeah. like neither of them are even looking at Andrea Bocelli. They're in the back, just had like embrace. Story. It actually makes me very upset thinking about. It. They're really cute. I know, yeah, they were. Cute. I know they're a bit sickening, but they are just truly in love. Yeah. And can I just finish? Where is Mason? So the, yeah, I don't know, right? But I stayed up late googling it that night. Apparently, though, he was there. He was. But just didn't want to be filmed, which is fair enough, like, I suppose, if... if he, but, like, in all those pan shots, like, where... What, like, I'm surprised, like, you know, it is very, like, a camcordery vibe. But he how didn't even look one, like he was sitting at their table. Yeah, like, how one camera never, like, picked him up. Oh, I don't know. So maybe... I, was, I'd I googled say, being like, where is Mason? <laughs> yeah, I'd say he just was there, but just didn't want to be filmed and like you know he's old enough now to probably have a just like make a decision if the kids don't want to be in it they don't have to be but I, I just think it's an amazing feat for him to not actually be there because I know it's, it's like with all those cameras that were there and it also doesn't seem like there was that many people there it seemed like there was like 50 no it seemed tiny no it was way 30. less yeah it looks like there was about 15 on each side and mm. half of them are her family exactly well, I suppose maybe because it's in that D&G house there's They're obsessed not, with no all room. the like the clamor of kids as well. I know, yeah. There's this real kind of rock and roll family, aren't they? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. And it's very like D and G, like blood and rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, and how how funny that you know the way they always got married by Pastor Brad. It's now Pastor Chad. Sorry. <laughs> Who is Pastor Chad? He must was... be Pastor Brad's like cool hip son. <laughs> Cousin once removed that has a, a European license. I he was, was like, like the wait, hang on. Where is like, Pastor Chad? I mean, Brad. And who's Chad? Dunno, he's upgraded. Sometimes I wish they would just put in a note being like, Pastor Chad is blah blah blah. Pastor Brad, such and such. Yeah. Like sometimes it would just really it really merits a note. But like, like a director's note. Mm. Pastor Chad. That Chad. Sorry, also, sorry, back to the Met Gala thing. That's everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my favourite on the red carpet was yeah, the cockroach. Sorry, tell me. The cockroach. There was a, co- a cockroach made it onto the red carpet and the photographers were trying to kill it. And there's all these oh, like memoriums. Oh, sorry, I was like, did someone dress up as a cockroach? <laughs> no, no. There was all these memoriams like online being like, Met Gala cockroach 2023 to 2023. <laughs> Sorry, I saw something earlier and it was the, like, Louis Vuitton monogram on a cockroach. Is that what that means then? Ah, there you go. Ah, someone was thinking that. Pieces of the puzzle together. So, 
I noticed, classic me, looking up some love and romances on the red carpet. Did you know that Anna Wintour is going out with Bill Nye and they made their debut on the red carpet? I actually did know they were going out because I know someone who saw them at, was it like the Wolseley or something? Wow. And then I Googled it and it's like they've been kind of, yeah, but I think that was their public thing. Love him. Love him. Both 73 and like, and like, look very uh, loved up. I love him. Also, Kim and Pete Davidson had a moment at the after party. Because like yeah, this time last like they year they were like, together. Fine. He has a new girlfriend. Oh, he does. So there was a lot of like exes bumping into each other. Awkward, easy, who knows. Irina Shake and oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper were having a chat. People thought they were scoring, but unconfirmed. They kind of apparently I- got back together last six months ish yeah. but obviously not oh, at the time of record no, nothing's been revealed just yet Case Stew and Or Pats were on the red carpet at the same time is she still knocking around yeah she, she was an ambassador for Chanel she wrecks my head and who was the other one sorry Gigi Hadid was seen going into the after party with Leonardo DiCaprio and he was wearing like a face mask and a big low low baseball cap and it's like so obviously him, but he just doesn't want his photo taken. Because they were like together and then they weren't and they're saying they're like still hanging out or something. Mm-hmm. But I think you're missing the big juicy one, which I haven't even read anything about. Go on. Olivia Wilde and Emily Ratajkowski. Oh. I heard they were I like, think trying that was to avoid very each much, other. Yeah. I was just reading something there and they were saying like, you can't request not to sit next to anyone like as in spouses are never sitting next to each other. Yeah. Um, oh God. You're at the mercy of Anna Wintour, and they were saying oh like at one year they were like they kind of knew not to put Katy Perry and Taylor Swift next to each other, but it's like very much like you don't really have that much control. Then there was all the after parties, so I kind of just assumed there was one like say the vanity after party for the Oscars, but it seemed like that there was loads that were going on in New York that night, and the crack there there was a good few parties, and then people who aren't invited to the Met get invited to the after party, like the winner of Drag Race. Season 15, she was at one of the after parties and her Instagram was pretty good. So like Janelle Monae oh, was totally like up on that. the bar. Yeah, up on the bar, like spraying everyone. I think Michaela Cole, she maybe hosted one, but oh my God, her outfits were unbelievable. And then her, like, just... Who's Michaela Cole? She did that. Uh, she was one of the hosts this year with, who was Julipa, Roger Federer and Penelope Cruz and Michaela Cole. So random. She did that show, uh, I May Destroy You, that was on BBC kind of during COVID. Oh yeah, it was really okay, good. I'm Oh my God, she's so beautiful. She was really like living it up in the after parties as I loved watching her videos. Also, point of information, a lot of them use the after party as a full blown second Met Gala look. Yeah. Like as in they go just as hard. Yeah. Did you see Kendall Jenner's? Oh my God. She's wearing a thong outside, a see-through, like, sequined, like, shorts leotard, like, unitard. You know, her personality really doesn't match her fashion. I was just talking about this earlier. If she was sassy. Yeah. And she was, like, having a lot. Yeah. Lovable. Relatable. You know, you'd be so into it. And then she comes out doing that. I'm like, but if you were good crack, I'd love you. Yeah, because like that's such a fun outfit, and it, it was like it was some vintage Chanel runway piece from like the nineties. So I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. And then it was just like, she's just not likable. Like she's she's a PR mess, constantly offending people, and constantly complaining. 
like I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear about your constant complaints. You're very lucky. Just see the positive in the, She's just always really negative. Just like see the positive. She's just not like you. You're not like ah. Yeah, she's no crack. No. No crack. But her friends seem crack. I know. So it's like why are you hiding it? Okay, so we were talking about all the people who have come. Sadly, Chupette couldn't come, but I feel like she... Chupette, I feel like it's too much of an insurance risk. Yeah, you wouldn't... Because, like, it's a long flight and then lots of flashing lights. Um, But someone, like, just sort of steal them or something. Yeah, exactly. The risks are too high, especially with all the Getting involved with some rough kitties in New York. But there there was a good list uh, I found about all the celebrities that... Anna Wintour has banned or the celebrities that refuse to attend go on first one Donald Trump shock yeah <laughs> shock um, he was banned by Anna Wintour herself that's um, quite a fab move of her yeah and she said that he would never ever be invited she said that on James Corden's Late Late Show a few years ago Demi Lovato apparently she's banned so the former Disney Channel star fumed about the event during an interview with Billboard after attending the Met Gala for the first time in 2016 yes I remember this detailing their terrible experience and hinted at another celebrity guest rumoured to be Nicki Minaj who gave them attitude and contributed to their awful night Demi stated that it would be so bad that it made the then sober star want to drink and was eventually rushed out at 10pm and sent to an, an alcoholic anonymous meeting still yeah, wearing actually, millions of dollars of diamonds. I read that she went to an AA meeting right after. Tina Fey. I saw her David Letterman thing like a few weeks ago. Where so she's funny. Like, it's just like the worst people ever or something. She said it was a jerk parade. <laughs> she told David Letterman in 2015 after going in 2010 Clearly I'll never go again, but you go and it's this beautiful space and just every jerk from every walk of life is in there wearing some stupid thing. You walk up these huge steps and I went and I dragged my husband along with me too, which I'm still in trouble for. Amy Schumer, sorry, another comedian who was not keen on fashion's biggest night out. She slated the event as a farce. She said, everyone dresses like a bunch of fucking assholes. It's people doing an impression of having a conversation, she told Howard Stern in 2016. I don't like the forest. We're dressed up like a bunch of fucking assholes. I don't like it. I have no interest in fashion. I don't care. I wouldn't have thought she'd... Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, Gwyneth Paltrow. She appears to have a complicated relationship with the Met Gala and previously said she'll never go to the Met Gala again before returning a few years later. The A-list actress told Australian radio show in 2013 that the Met Gala isn't as glamorous and as amazing as you'd think. She told this radio station, it's so hot and so crowded and everyone's pushing you. She I've said, heard it's really hot. Yeah, I think we're all a bit too old to dress up punk. Punk was the theme. That's it. Oh, there we go. And um, she officially uninvited herself. She uncoupled from the event, stating that she's never going again. And then she went again. But it is kind of funny because you'd expect her to be at that, but like classic Gwenny. And then Zayn Malik said it was self-indulgent and wasn't for him. I don't think anyone wants to see him there. Nobody wants him there. And so there you go. It might be the hottest thing I could talk about this all day. I know. it's Yeah, it's very good. But I really enjoyed that. That was a good... Oh my God, uh, that was thrilling. I'm still cringing out about Jared Leto, but it was a good feast of the eyes. Yeah, Chupette uh, was on the cover of Vogue as well. I'm obsessed with the name Chupette. And she was only invited this week. Well, I wouldn't go if I was only invited this week. I wouldn't either. That's insulting. Just as for Chupette. 
I think Gepet was his muse. Justice for Je suis Gepet. Okay, thank you so much for listening to this week's Met Gala Bumper Special Eleganza Extravaganza. We hope you enjoyed. We will pop loads of um, our findings in the show notes. So please go and have a little look. And before we go, so super reco for us. My records have all gone out the window now because I'm so enthralled by the Met. Um, <laughs> if I had some sort of uh, retrospective recommendations inspired by this episode, I would say go and watch First Monday in May with Anna Wintour. I believe it's still on Netflix. Courtney and Travis wedding special. I'm going to watch it again. And if you go on to Vogue's YouTube, they do all the, they'll have a full playlist to 2023's Red Carpet. And then they'll do like within the next week, they'll do all the behind the scenes with specific attendees and their like journey to get their like their outfit and everything and getting ready for it. I always go into such a rabbit hole with this. Oh, well, so the content is keeps coming. Yeah, it's always fun. It's like artsy. It's fun. Artsy and cutesy. Like myself. Thank you so much, Sophs. You can follow us on Instagram at Soph underscore Lions or at Classy Cabana. And we can't wait to chat to you next week. Meow. Talk to you next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.